0: Good morning, Christchurch, and it is so good to join with you in worship today. Uh, For our talk today, we're continuing our series, on uh, which we called Home, just thinking through some issues around what does it mean to to be a home, and what does the Bible say about home? And uh, today I want to go back to a passage that I actually talked about in our Daily Connect on Thursday, and uh, I'm going to read it to you. It's from John chapter 12. And it says this Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus lived. Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served, while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure Nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance. Of the perfume and I'm just going to stop there. So in that Daily Connect I talked about worship and I talked about different parts of what worship is and what we can draw out of that passage and also the next passage about worship. But I want to stop there at that line because uh, when I read it on a, uh, t- in preparation for Thursday that verse just stood out for me. I thought I need to talk about that on Sunday as part of our home series. The whole house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. What was Mary doing with the perfume? She was worshipping Jesus. That's what she was doing. The whole house was filled with the aroma of worship. Just spend a moment just reflecting on that. The whole house was filled with the aroma of worship. I've told you a couple of times a, a story of part of my life where Um, I used to uh, go to a place in Scotland with uh, the church I was part of. We used to take our youth group up there. I was a youth leader. And um, one of the guys up there was a Franciscan monk called Brother Ron. And we'd got to know him pretty well. And one day he said to me and a friend, uh, I'm going to see a friend of mine. Would you come with me? And we were only pleased to go with Brother Ron. He was a lovely guy to spend time with, a very godly guy. And uh, he took us across the fields to... Uh, a shepherd's cottage. Uh, his friend was a shepherd who roamed the, the fields in that area with his sheep. And we, we kind of just chatted and we had a cup of coffee and it was a lovely kind of rust, proper, properly rustic little cottage. Big fire in the middle. And uh, we were about to go and Brother Ron said to his friend, let's pray. And I don't know, I cannot tell you to this day what happened. But as these two godly men prayed it felt like heaven opened up and one of the things that i remember was the smell there was something in the air that smelt of heaven it was unusual it was unexpected but the whole house was filled with the aroma of their worship and you know, when you uh, look at just the word aroma in the Old Testament particularly, you'll find it's often associated with worship. In Leviticus, in Numbers, uh, where it talks about sacrificial worship. It wasn't just the, the killing of an animal or the, uh, the burning of the animal that was the part of the worship. It was the aroma that was pleasing to the Lord as it says in those passages. And you'll find tens of verses just talking about an aroma pleasing to the Lord, and the aroma was their worship. Do you know, every house has its own unique smell, doesn't it? Your house smells, you probably don't know it, but when someone new comes into your house, it'll smell different, and we fill our homes with odours and smells, don't we? Every disinfectant you use has its own smell. We buy those daft candles, the smell of things. My wife loves them and we're always buying them from all sorts of places, from Aldi to Ikea to other places. But we love to fill our homes with smell. I wonder, is your home filled with the aroma of worship? For all of us, home has all sorts of connotations. It depends on what our our upbringing was with our families. And for some people, home was not a safe place. For some people, home was a difficult place. It was full of conflict, full of confusion. For others, home was a safe place. It was a beautiful place to be. And uh, last week in um, in our service, Andrew mentioned a throwaway line that home was sanctuary. And it is. But think about that word sanctuary mostly now when people use the word sanctuary they mean safety i want to find sanctuary i want to find a place of safety but the word sanctuary primarily means a holy place safe places were only safe because they were holy so uh, when people go to church to find sanctuary and they mean safety they are going to the place that is holy a place that has been filled with the aroma of worship for a long period of time. And you may have experienced walking into a church and just getting this overwhelming sense of worship in that place, even though there might be no one else there. And you know that this place has been filled with worship, sometimes for centuries, and it feels holy. And I wonder whether we should be more intentional about making our homes like that so that when people come in they don't just simply smell the candles that we've lit or whatever we've sprayed in the air but they smell the aroma of worship because your home is filled with it your home is filled with the sense of the presence of God in Psalm 22 Uh, that there's the often mistranslated verse. The King James has uh, verse 3 of Psalm 22 as that God inhabits the praises of, of his people. But most scholars would say that's a mistranslation. What it does kind of say is that God is enthroned on the praises of his people. And the moment we start to worship, what we are saying is that God is my King and God is king in this place. Place is always important. It's not just about us as individuals, it is about place, it's about space. That's why for many people, church has become so important because the space creates an environment in which we can worship God. I want to encourage you today in these days ahead we don't know how long we have do we with this whole lockdown thing it's all going to start lifting fairly soon how about making your home a place of worship a place where the aroma of worship rises up to God and he finds it pleasing in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6 uh, there's a a whole list of um, commands there and there are the two greatest commands as part of it and I just want to read some of this to you. It's from verse 4 onwards. Hear O Israel the Lord our God the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give to you today or to be on your heart and press them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. And I just love that idea that whenever you go into a home, you are reminded To love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Because that is worship, isn't it? And then whenever you leave your home, you're reminded because it's there on the doorframe. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength out in the world as well. But for me, I think it starts in the home where you discover the presence of God in your life. Where you discover his grace, his mercy, his love, his power, his truth. And then you're able to take that into the world. Our homes should be homes where we are encountering the presence of God through worship. The one incredible thing that I hope comes out of this time is that we lose that false idea that the church building is a place where we encounter God. If we are not doing it in our homes, how can we expect to be able to do it in another building? Your home is not simply a convenient place to sleep and store your possessions. There's something important about your home that should become a place of worship, an altar to the Lord. And all around Southport, there are now altars to the Lord as people have discovered what it means to worship God in their home. And the great thing about smell is you can't always contain it, can you? Wouldn't it be lovely that the the aroma of worship that we create in our homes seeps out into our communities? In this town, town where we're, we're probably connecting, I mean many of us are, connecting with our neighbours more than ever. I and mean, we've got to know uh, a whole bunch of new neighbours in this time, Thursday night when we go out to clap the NHS and curers uh, we've got to chat to all sorts of people who've never spoken to before yesterday was uh, as I record this yesterday was VE Day and uh, the celebration and we we had a whole street party and spent five hours chatting to neighbours and enjoying food and uh, one or two drinks and just enjoying each other's company and I hope That they smelt on me something of the aroma of worship and in the new testament uh, what does paul say 2 corinthians chapter 2 he says this for we are to god the pleasing aroma of christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing see when you develop the whole habit of worship at home where it becomes a daily part of your routine, where you learn to create an environment, a spiritual atmosphere in your home in which God's presence is evident to all who come in. You carry that with you wherever you go. Wouldn't it be lovely that we started to see our homes as a place where we truly encounter God? Not just simply a place where we read the Bible, or a place where we pray but a place that's filled with an aroma of worship that is pleasing to God and then we step out into the world carrying that aroma with us when lockdown lips let there be an aroma of worship all across this town because Christians have discovered what real real worship is that worship in the home is a primary place where we discover the presence of God. Let me pray for you as you continue worship, and Simon's going to lead us on in a moment. But I want to pray that for for you right now, whatever home means to you, that you discover the presence of God in your worship at home. Lord, I want to pray for my brothers and sisters now. I want to pray, Lord, that wherever they are that they would learn and they would discover what worship at home means, that their worship would become an aroma that fills their home, that changes the spiritual climate of their home, an aroma that seeps out into the community around, that touches the lives of their neighbours and their friends. Lord, I pray that their homes would become a safe place because it is a holy place. Lord, I pray now that you would fill the home of every person watching this video now with your power, your presence and your peace. Amen.